This is Podcast Game Show, the first trivia quiz show built exclusively for your ears. In each episode, we put a different contestant to the test, and it all leads up to a season-ending face-to-face trivia death match. Best friends, what's to do better? In season one, it's all about podcast hosts, because I always wonder, what do they really know? 20 contestants, 15 questions, only one winner. Who will it be? Let's find out on Podcast Game Show. I'm Brandon Biard. What up, Thanks for being here and listening. As 2015 comes to a close, what do you think were the top Google searches of the year? Well, stay tuned to the end, and I will tell you. Now enjoy this episode with Richard Ryerson. So on today's show, I have a very special guest, Richard Ryerson, who's a fellow podcaster. He's actually a top business podcaster. He's got a couple of shows. One is The Dose of Leadership, and the other one is Out of the Mud. Uh, Richard, thank you so much for being here today. And Brandon, it's a pleasure to be here. Thank you. Excited. Where are you today, Richard? Well, typically I reside in just you know, outside of Wichita, Kansas, but today I'm in Montreal, Canada. So I got uh, last minute, had to fly up here, and so I brought my laptop and headphones, and here we are. Flying up to, yeah, that's right. So you're a pilot, right? You were in the yeah. Marines, and then now you're a commercial pilot as well? That's correct. I was in the Marine Corps for 10 years active duty, and I did 10 years part-time with the Kansas Air National Guard and a short little stint with American Airlines. Uh, that was in 2001. I started in June of 2001. I had my check right in September 8th, 2001, and, and September 11th was my first day. Oh my so goodness. didn't last in American. I got furloughed October 1st, and uh, that's how I eventually started talking about leadership and eventually started the podcast, uh, Dose of Leadership. And uh, tell us about Out of the Mud. Yeah, Out of the Mud is a brand new show. It, it's something I've been wanting to do for a long time, and it kind of came out of after you know, I've been doing Dose of Leadership almost three years now with 240-plus interviews. And some of the, my favorite interviews, even though it was kind of started as a, as a leadership or business podcast, the ones I found gravitated or the, the conversations I really just loved were those stories about where people will kind of found themselves in adverse situations, situations that they just you could not believe and um, how they were transformed when they, they got out of that adverse situation. And then kind of simultaneously with a guy I met here in town meeting with an older gentleman and, and we were talking about friends. And he was started crying, talking about all of his great friends in his life. And he says, those friends that I'm just so thankful for are those guys that came out of the mud. And I'm like, what do you mean? And he, he kind of said the same thing about, you know, we find ourselves, there's one thing in life you can't escape, and that's adversity. We're all going to face it. And you and I can experience the same adverse event, whether through our behavior and choices or through something we couldn't control, and we may act completely different. Someone may stay stuck. The other person chooses to pull themselves out and, and learn from it and become better. And, and, and so that's what I like to hear, the stories of hope, success, and significance in finding people in an adverse situations. You know, For example, like J.R. Martinez, who was the Iraq war vet, that was um, it was one dancing with the stars. He became an actor. I don't. You've probably seen him. Oh and, yeah, uh, I have absolutely. I know who you're talking about. Yeah. So it's those type of stories that I wanted to highlight, and so it's just been a, a really. I'm really excited about it. So it's been a lot of fun. That's a great idea for a show. And if we want to find a dose of leadership or out of the mud, where can we find you online? Basically, yeah, pretty easy. Dose of leadership is doseofleadership.com. Um, that'll take you there. And of course, and out of the mud. 
is outofthemud.tv. That's not .com. That was already taken by a marketing agency. But uh, outofthemud.tv is where you can find that new show. And, of course, iTunes and Stitcher, they're available there as well. Awesome. Well, check those out. And before we begin, we want to know something about you. Uh, Do you have a random fact that maybe your audience or your friends don't know about you? Yeah, some of my close friends know about this one, but yeah, most people don't know about this. But I was adopted. You know, I always knew I was adopted, but I, when I met my birth uh, parents, my birth mother, when I was 18, um, I found out that my birth father was um, – they had me when they were uh, 16, and they moved apart. My birth father's family moved to Jackson, Mississippi, and that's where he met – at college, Jimmy Buffett and started a friendship. And so my birth father was in the original Jimmy Buffett Coral Reefer band all the way from the early 70s through 2003. So anytime you hear a harmonica on a Jimmy Buffett song, that is my biological father. Wow. Well, many of us have. And uh, seven degrees of Kevin Bacon here. Uh, <laughs> right, that's exactly. Right. I, I was going to say my stepfather also knew Jimmy Buffett because he's from South Alabama, I believe. Right, um, my stepfather's right. from Pensacola, so uh, close by. So we're very indirectly related. There you go. That's right. And Richard, do you have a random trivia fact you'd like to tell us about? Uh, there's so many of them, and they're so. Yeah. I love looking up these things and talking about them. But one that kind of struck my fancy today was that. Did you know that nearly three percent of the ice? in the Antarctic glaciers is actually penguin pee. That is a lot of penguin piss. <laughs> That's right. I thought that one was kind of cool. 3%? 3%. In Antarctica, obviously, because the penguins only live in the South Hemisphere. Mm-hmm. Wow. That might be the best one I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> thought you might like that one. All right. Well, with that, let's get started. <laughs> I'll fire through the rules for you real quick. I'll be quick. My audience has heard the rules 100 times by now. Um, you're going to answer 15 questions and one bonus question. You have three cheats, uh, two hints, and one will turn the question into a multiple choice. Okay. At, at Let's see. You want to aim to get 10 right. And at the end of our season, uh, top four players will come back face off. The winner gets a free year of audiobooks from audiobooks.com and the title of being the ultimate undisputed grandmaster of trivia. Oh, man. That I am looking forward to. That could be you. It will be you. <laughs> well, if without further ado, let's get started with question number one. Okay. Okay. What are snickerdoodles, appas, and coyotes? And it's multiple choice. They're either cookies, pies, or pizzas. Yeah, it's cookies. Say that again. Has to be cookies. That's right. Snickerdoodles, we're all familiar with. Those are cookies. So Appas, and I'm butchering the pronunciation, um, those are Filipino cookies. And Coyotes are a Mexican sugar cookie. Wow. Okay, cool. Moving on, got the first one right. Number two, what professional level photo editing software by Adobe would you use to add yourself into a picture with Kim Kardashian? Photoshop. Photoshop it is. Can't say I've done that per se, but (laughs) some people have. Next question. Gallimimus and Diplocticus are what kind of animals? Those are dinosaurs. I know Diplocticus is a dinosaur. I didn't know the first one. Wow. You knew Diplocticus or whatever they are? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Those were the small ones, I believe. Wow. I don't know. Yeah. Gallimimus were in the original Jurassic Park. 
Oh, okay. They were the I ones that, that were in a herd running at the end and then being chased by the Tyrannosaurus in the field. Anyway, you've seen Jurassic Park as many times as I have, you know. <laughs> right. Okay, so you nailed that one. Already, we're uh, 3-0 and here. All right, getting nervous. Next one's multiple choice. It's in movies is the category. In the movie, Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Uh, who Framed Roger Rabbit? It was either Judge Dredd, Judge Doom, or Judge Judy. Well, it's not Judge Judy. <laughs> Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Give me, the, give me the names again. Well, Judge Dredd is a comic. Judge Judy is a TV, so it's got to be the, the, the middle one, Judge Doom. Judge Doom. We'll lock you in on Judge Doom. That is correct. Played by Christopher Lloyd. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So number five, this one you probably get to get. What major city is served by Charles de Gaulle Airport? That's Paris, France. Patty. Correct. All right. Question number six. Now we're going to change it up a little bit and give you an audio question. I'm going to play you a sound. And your job is to tell me what that sound is. Here we go. Here's your sound. That's uh, pool balls, pool cues, pool balls. Pool balls is correct. Pool or billiards, either one. You nailed it. So that was, uh, you've gotten six right so far. So, uh, man, you're actually off to a really strong start here. Hopefully that'll take some of the, the pressure off. Question seven. If you were thirsty in Helsinki, you'd have to order a beer in what language? Um, Helsinki is in Finland. So what's that language called? Is it Finnish, I guess? Finnish. Uh, yeah. That is correct. I didn't know that was a language. Yeah, I, I guess it was. Yeah. Finnish. Yeah. And let's okay. be honest, nobody speaks Finnish. But they all speak English anyway, but the language was Finnish. Richard, uh, have you read the Harry Potter books? Oh, man, I haven't read all of the Harry Potter books. I'm familiar with some of it. Okay, well, here's your next one. Getting a little harder here. In Harry Potter, in the symbol for the Deathly Hallows, the triangle represents either the Cloak of Invisibility, the Elder Wand, or the Resurrection Stone? The Triangle. The only thing I'm familiar with is the invisibility, because I don't know what the other two things are. So I'm going to say invisibility. Lock you in on invisibility. Yep. Woohoo! That is correct. Right on. And it is invisibility. So actually, uh, the three, the other two, the Elder Wand, that would be a line. And then the Resurrection Stone is a circle. So the three together make one the Master of Death, just in case you ever find him out there in the wild. Wow. All right. All right. Ah, crushed it, though. Uh, next question. If you're partying like it's Roman numeral MCMIXXL, what year is it? You said M-C-M-I-X-X-L. X-X-L. Yeah, okay. 1999. (laughs) That is correct. If you're partying like it's M-C-M-I-X-X-L, 
1999. Why else would you party like that? That's right. I mean, I should have got it just from when you said that. But I was starting to doubt myself. But yeah. You actually dug back and wrote out the Roman numerals and got it right. Uh, Props to you for doing that. Next question. This one's sports. What university's mascot is the Longhorns? Uh, The University of Texas. That is right. The Longhorns. Hook them horns. Mm-hmm. If you're a fan of them, I'm, I'm not, but I'm I have not, nothing no, against them. Changing it up. So, so far, uh, you're on fire. You got 10 right. All right. A- a- entering into the final five. This one is going to be another audio question, but I'm going to have a previous contestant describe something to you, and you're going to have to answer, or you're going to have to tell me what they are describing, okay? Okay. This is Brandon Cruz, and he is describing this. All right, so this is a scheduled period of time, five days usually. Uh, it might be on the Discovery Channel. It may not be. Uh, but, you know, there's, there's, there's lots of animals in the ocean. And um, a- among those animals is a killer whale who attacks this particular animal. Um, and, you know, this, this whole five days is dedicated to this, this beast, these beasts. And they're misunderstood, of course. Um, but uh, I'm sure you've seen Jaws. I don't think I have to say anymore. Jaws. I got this. <laughs> what you got? Shark Week. Shark Week. Do you watch Shark Week? Uh, every now and then if it's on. Yeah. Who doesn't want to miss Shark Week? Okay. <laughs> right. All right. This next one's multiple choice. In 2014, this person tweeted, I want an apology from the person who started. Sorry, I'm not sorry. And your choices are Sarah Silverman, Mark Cuban. Or Tim Tebow. Sorry, I'm not sorry. And the and it was who? Sarah Silverman, Mark Cuban, or Tim Tebow? Oh man. What are you thinking? God, I don't know. Uh, Tough one. Can I get a hint? Sure. We can burn a hint. The person who said that was a comedian. Sarah Silverman. Sarah Silverman, a lock in. Nailed it. Sarah Silverman, the comedian, said that. It makes sense. That sounds like something a comedian would say. Yeah, you're right. I, want, I kind of want an apology from whoever started. Sorry, I'm not sorry. <laughs> All right. All right. Crushing it. Uh, We're on question. You've gotten 12 right. Question number 13. What were Netscape Navigator, Lynx, and Mosaic early versions of? Web browsers. That is right. Web browsers. So Mosaic was killed by Netscape. Netscape ruled in like the mid to late 90s. And then Internet Explorer came, killed Netscape, and Internet Explorer just kind of killed itself. (laughs) Started sucking. (laughs) Yeah. Last two questions. On The Simpsons, I don't feel bad about asking you this because you've gotten so many right. (laughs) On Mm. The Simpsons, who shot Mr. Burns? Oh, gosh. And this is not multiple questions? Nope, not multiple choice. That's why it's towards the end. You have a turn into a multiple choice, and you still have a hint. 
I still have. Well, I got two more questions, and I got two lifelines. Yes. Give me a hint. Your hint is the person who shot Mr. Burns was a member of the Simpsons family. Oh yeah, it was uh, uh, the baby Maggie. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you I saw remember. it. I did. Yeah, and that's right. Maggie Simpson is the correct answer, though. Maybe Mr. Smithers would have made more sense. Basically, anyone would have made more sense than Maggie. Yeah, 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 yeah. Last question, geography question here. Uh-oh. What is the highest point in Africa? Oh, is this, and I have a multiple choice still? You do. Bring? Let's do it. Your choices are Mount Vesuvius, Mount Kilimanjaro, or Mount Atlas? Uh, oh, it's Vesuvius. Yeah, it's Kilimanjaro. Final answer. <laughs> that's right. Well, that's the first 15 questions. And Richard, uh, you got a perfect score. All right. So I'm going to go ahead and play the game winner music for you right now. We haven't even gotten to the bonus question yet. Wow. Amazing. But we're still going to do the bonus in case there's a tie later on. All right. Um, You're the first person to get a perfect score, by the way. So give yourself a pat on the back. Very good. And your bonus question. Not that you might need it, but name five of the... And I picked this out for you, by the way. Okay. Name five of the ten busiest airports in the world by number of total passenger traffic in 2014. Busiest airports in 2014. Yeah. Okay. World busiest airports in 2014 by uh, total passengers. So not total flights. All right. You have 20 seconds and your time starts now. Uh, JFK in New York, um, one in Paris, De Gaulle, uh, London Heathrow, uh, Chicago O'Hare, Los Angeles LAX, um, uh, Tokyo. uh, Five seconds. uh, Time is up. That's all right. You probably got a good number of of them right there. So you got, after reviewing that question, you got one, two, three, four, five correct. So I'll go over the answers with you. The top 10 busiest airports in the world. Number one is what? Well, I think I kind of remember this. I think it's Atlanta's actually, I think, yeah. which is weird because I just kind of remember that, that Atlanta is actually the busiest one, I think. Atlanta is the busiest one. You didn't guess that, but that's okay. Number two was actually Beijing. Really? Beijing? Yeah. Well, I guess that I'm makes surprised. sense, but I didn't think that'd be number two. Number three was London Heathrow. What you got? Yeah. Number four was Tokyo. Number five was LAX. You got that. Number six was Dubai. Dubai? Dubai really? International Airport. Yeah. Oh, damn. Uh, number seven, O'Hare. Got that one. Number eight, Paris, Charles de Gaulle. Got that one. And number nine was Dallas, Fort Worth. And number oh, 10 yeah, was Hong course, Kong. Yeah. But you got five. You got half of them right. So... You could not have gotten a better score in this game. All right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Amazing.
So, Richard, as we wrap this speedy uh, episode up, because you just crushed it and fired <laughs> through it, um, w- what did you learn today? I learned that I don't know anything much about Harry Potter <laughs> and um, that this is – I couldn't imagine doing a, like a TV game show. This is really nerve-wracking. It is. It is. Well, I try to make it as easy as I can, but you're right. Uh, uh, it is nerve-wracking to be in the spotlight on a TV show. But uh, despite all that, I think you would have done really well, and you should be partying like it's MCMIXXL. Yeah, very well. Definitely. <laughs> Richard Ryerson of A Dose of Leadership and Out of the Mud, thank you so much for taking the time to play today. I hope you had fun, and we're probably going to see you back for the finals in a couple weeks here. All right, man. It was a blast. So much fun. Thank you so much. Boom. Richard just played the first perfect game in podcast game show history. Spoiler alert, he may be back at the end of the season. Well, I hope you had fun. And how about that penguin fact? 3% of the Antarctic ice contains penguin urine? God, penguins are disgusting. So when in the Antarctic, make sure you don't eat the yellow snow. You have been warned. And on your way to Antarctica, bring your laptop so you can check out podcastgameshow.com. You can get the show notes for this episode. You can sign up for exclusive updates. And hey, there's a picture of me on there. So you can go check that out. See what I look like. Just don't mind the boils. Now, the top five Google searches for 2015. Number five, Ronda Rousey. She got her ass kicked. Number four, Caitlyn Jenner. Of course, big year for Caitlyn. Number three, American Sniper. That, that was that was this year. That's right. Early this year, January, American Sniper was out. Number two, one of my biggest disappointments of the year, Jurassic World. That's right. People actually Google Jurassic World a lot. That movie was filmed here in New Orleans, by the way. Uh, and the number one Google search of the year, Lamar Odom. That's right. And if you don't know, he was a former NBA star, was found unconscious in a Nevada brothel, had some kind of health issues. So he was quite popular on the search engines. Um, I hope you don't end up on the search engines in that regard. But let's all hope Lamar Odom gets better. Now, come back next time as we end the year with a bang and have on Tanya Frazier of Cut the Crap and Keep It Real podcast. Yeah. She answers this important question. Which of these is not a dating app? Bumble? Hinge or just sex? <laughs> um. Yeehaw! Bye, y'all. <laughs>